The Dr. Zeus Podcast is brought to you by Reductive. Madonna's video proved that even she can be reductive. The lip syncing was not up to par. The song was okay. It's growing on me. But who was that hot man in the video? Brazilian, I think. Um... The Dr. Zeus podcast tonight. We're going to talk about B. Arthur, Madonna, or even going to give a cup of shut the fuck up to the administration as usual. Stay tuned for the Dr. Zeus podcast because in a nutsack is a terrible thing to waste. But, you know, you still have to spay and neuter your pets. But humans, we're good. You know, don't kick us in the balls. So let's start the show. Unpleasant Dreams is about to begin. No, we're all out. Why did George cheat on me? Why does any man cheat? Well, there are two popular theories. One, men are victims of an evolutionary process which genetically programs their sexual habits. What's the other theory? Men are scum. Hi, Rose. We brought dinner. What'd you get? A bucket of chicken. (laughs) I hope you like it extra flat and crispy. What do you want? Dorothy, I know you're still mad at me for spoiling our wedding, but I've got some news. Big news, and I thought you might want to hear about it. You've misjudged me. Doesn't she have the most adorable little sneeze? It's okay, I didn't want my salad anyway. Listen, you punk! If you want to fight with someone, you're going to have to fight with me. But I warn you, I did time in Attica. (laughs) Attica's a men's prison. I know. I was there a year before they found out. (laughs) Sorry, Chief. I didn't mean to ruffle your feathers. Oh, Dorothy, that was magnificent. How did you ever pull that off? I work in the public school system. It's not that different from me. This is for you. I'm afraid to open it. What if it's from Myra? Oh, come on, Rose. But what if it's got a deadly black spider in it that's going to leap out and bite me the minute I open it? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. That was, of course, the late, the great B. Arthur, who played Dorothy Spornak in Golden Girls and Maud. Now, Maud was before my time, but I've seen reruns. I can see why she, you know, she was such an icon. You know, she did Anti-Mame, you know, with Angela Lansbury. And unfortunately, Lucille Ball. I love Lucille Ball, but come on. You couldn't play Mame for shit. The Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by my love for the Golden Girls. And um, unfortunately, 10 years ago, um, B. Arthur died of cancer. Uh, it, it, it was sad because uh, a year before that, um, Estelle Getty had died of dementia. 
And then a year after B. Arthur died, Rue McCallaghan, McCallaghan died. Uh, I was such a big Golden Girls fan. I grew up in the 80s. I remember being a little, little kid and watching the Golden Girls and how distinct B. Arthur's voice was. And as a little kid, I didn't understand it. I just knew that she was B. Arthur. She had this uh, distinguished voice. And I remember years ago, um, she was at the Emmy Awards and they paired her with Harvey Firestein. Uh, and their voices, I mean, you know, he, he talks like this, you know, and, um, she had that voice. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was interesting. I'm, I'm such a fan and, you know, yeah. So last night. I, uh, as I was doing the show, I received (sighs) a message from a friend of mine who is doing very well, still on the mend, and I wanted to just give him a shout out. You know, uh, he too liked the Golden Girls. I don't know if he still watches them like I do, you know, or as he told me, I think his mom told him this That Florida is God's waiting room So, you know, that's why the Golden Girls took place in Florida Yeah Right now, um, Betty White is the only one left Betty is almost 100 years old And um, it's, it's, it's kind of funny, you know Rose Nyland is the But see, she's nothing like Rose I mean, she's nothing like Sue Ann Nivens this icon of television and you know and they and and her and b arthur didn't always get along and that's unfortunate you know um i loved all four of them but in particular i loved sophia petrillo played by the amazing estelle getty uh, just everything that came out of sophia's mouth was like whoa and and she had her moments you know um like when her son died and I think she won an Emmy for that. My favorite though is where she's sitting with Dorothy and Dorothy says to her, you know, remember what she told me when you came to this country and you saw the Statue of Liberty? And she's like, I was amazed. You see, I was amazed women in this country shave under their arms. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think everyone overly states Dorothy's love of condoms you know she had so many great one liners sometimes just a look B. Arthur was the queen of those looks and um, what I loved about Golden Girls that the the theme the opening theme where Dorothy just puts her tries to put her fist in her mouth I mean it is hilarious the whole show with these four icons and B. Arthur was the star I mean all four of them were the star but you know what's funny is she'd become so iconic after Maud that when the Golden Girls script was running through Hollywood 
she said that her agent said to her, why aren't you doing, are you doing this, a new TV series? And she says, no. And she says, there's a script going around saying Dorothy, a B. Arthur like character. And she had to read for it after that. And, and that's how she became Dorothy Spornak was they wrote in with, um, B. Arthur in, in mind. A lot of people are now starting to come out with these these stories that B. Arthur served in the military, and she did. And her real name, um, I'm trying to remember it. I mean, I don't want to look it up. Uh, let me see. B. Arthur. Um, I B. Arthur is very important. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Okay, she was born Bernice Frankel in Brooklyn, New York, May 13th, 1922, and left this mortal coil April 25th, 2009. I remember when she died, I was so sad because I love the Golden Girls. I truly did. I still I still do. Um, a couple years ago, I received, I think it was last year, my two-year anniversary gift. It was an Amazon gift card and about the Golden Girls. All seven seasons. So thank you for being a friend, you know. B. Arthur had an interesting upbringing. She was tall. She had that voice. What's interesting is she left $300,000 to a gay and lesbian um, homeless shelter in New York City. And in 2012, I was going to donate money to Hurricane Sandy and um, because it was so devastating. And I think I donated a little. And then my friend, Mr. Texas, who comes on here sometimes, says, you know, there's this center that specializes in gay, gay and lesbian youth. The Alley, um, I need to say it right, center. And, and he had told me about B. Arthur he said, you love the Golden Girls, right? And I said, yes, I did. I donated, um, okay, donated, you know, about uh, $300,000 to the center. And they and they have a, a wing. I think it's called the B. Arthur's. Uh, let's see here. I'm looking... Okay. Oh, that's sad. She was two and a half weeks short of her 87th birthday when she died. She survived by two sons and two granddaughters. Okay. Let's see. Ah. B. Arthur bequeathed $300,000 to the Alley Forney Center, a New York City organization that provides home housing for homeless LGBT youths. The center was heavily damaged on October 12th by Hurricane Sandy. That's when I donated. But has since been restored and reopened. The B. Arthur Residence, which opened in 2017, is an 18-bed residence in Manhattan for homeless LGBT youth operated by Alley Forney Center. So... B. Arthur was not just a, a, a comedy icon, but an icon to those who loved her. I mean, you know, the gay community, we loved her. We still do. And, you know, she, especially during the 80s, um, when standing up for 
you know, the LGBT was not popular and she did it. And I want to just give her kudos and she's fucking hilarious. You know, what's interesting though was originally Elaine fucking stretch. I loved Elaine stretch was going to, was auditioning for the Dorothy role. And she used a four letter word. She said, I want to try and use it in the script and the, and the creative writer said no. And she did it anyway. And she basically, you know, was not right for that role. She talks about that in her one woman show, you know, but, um, oh my goodness. B. Arthur. The last, I, I don't think it's the last thing she did. She gave interviews up until the point that she was, you know, not, not doing well. They did like a Pamela Anderson roast and she read excerpts from Pamela Anderson's biography. Courtney Love was there. B. Arthur was probably like, what? You know, and, and of course, Lisa Lampanelli, that motherfucker. I love her. And um, B. Arthur was just reading these passages about sex and and kept looking at Pamela Anderson. <laughs> like, why? what is this filth? You know, and then there's Tommy Lee and all that other shit. You know, I remember when Golden Girls ended and then they tried to do the Golden Palace and B. Arthur guest starred on two episodes. It was like a, a, a two-parter where Sophia was missing and all that other shit. And, and then after that, the show just, I mean, it tanked. It had Cheech Marin, Don Cheadle... You know, it was okay. It wasn't funny, funny. Um, it didn't have the pizzazz and the fucking craziness of Golden Girls. That house. You know, the lanai. I think everyone is like, I want a lanai too, you know. Um, but B. Arthur, the queen of the one-liners, you know, um, like the, they were doing the murder mystery. And, and Sophia's like, you know, I could really get, not now, ma. Or um, there's a great moment when Blanche's brother is talking about his boyfriend. And he's like, well, I, he'd bend over backwards for me. And Dorothy grabs Sophia's mouth and covers it. And she says, sometimes I just love hugging my mommy. Because, <laughs> you know, Sophia was ready. And Sophia had no tax cells. So she would just say whatever. And, um, you know, I think people forget those of us who are younger that she was on Broadway. You know, she was Auntie, Auntie Mame's best friend, Vera Charles, who drank and passed out and partied, you know, and um, was, was this icon. And then Maud, I think, did a, an episode on All in the Family. And that was it. That's how she got her her series mod. And the rest is history. And so I didn't want to, you know, do the whole show about B. Arthur because she's not here. You know, we can't seance her. It just wouldn't happen. We're not going to seance Carrie Fisher tonight. You know, um, 
I just want to talk about this show and how great the show is and the format. I forgot to add the music last night, so that's why last night's episode sound basically sounds like shit. Okay, it sounds like shit. And um, but you know, you try multi. I, I wasn't so much multitasking. My my thought process was overtaking because here is this this friend of mine who I really love dearly. I haven't spoken to him in a long, long time. And all sorts of emotions are running through my head. It's like, whoa, you know, you're here. You made it. You made it. And I don't think he really has to tell me what he's been through, you know, over time. But it's like you can I can just kind of sense it a lot. So much so that it would fill two volumes of a of a novel. He's such an amazing writer, you know. And of course, he's got the voice. It's a lot better than mine. I mean, he could he could turn um, the straightest of men questioning just by that voice. The voice, because you know, twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Um, yeah, you know, very very smart. Um, very quick wit you know um i mean before that i didn't know what a mints were like well, i, I kind of did but he he's this wordsmith you know he did this really great interview which he doesn't like but i think it's funny where he was on the radio and he's talking to the interviewer and he's talking about elton john and um the feather boa I think that's what I remember I still have that interview somewhere I know he doesn't want to hear it I'm not I'm not going to play it on this show because you know that's someone else's podcast this is my podcast motherfuckers um you know yeah last night we talked about mixed signals my friend Adam Rehab as he likes to be called really is one big mixed signal but I'm sure my voice, my my friend's voice, would turn him questioning as well. You know, um, it's almost like Moses when he parts the sea. And here, my friend just has to talk, and that's it. Hey, boy, yeah, <laughs> that's reserved for someone else. And we're not talking about Britney Spears. Um, you know. The only good thing about Britney Spears, and you're going to think, oh, you're so fucked up. But it's true. It's her boyfriend. It's like, whoa, who's that? He dating you? <laughs> I know it's wrong of me to say, but, you know, she is a mouseketeer. She's not Madonna. I saw the Madonna video. It was okay. I thought it would be a little steamier, you know. Um... Lip syncing was a little off key. But hey. She's got that fucking pirate thing over her eye. And it's like, okay, you're wearing a grill enough. And then you've got your eye. You're not ca- you're not Captain Crunch, okay? I don't know what the fuck your problem is. Or one-eyed Willie. My friend has a cat named One-Eyed Willie. Um maybe that's who Madonna's channeling. Who knows? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's interesting, you know. 
after all these years, after 200 years, she's still relevant to an extent. <laughs> you know, I will say, to quote Madonna, that the video was a little reductive. You know, we've seen it all. Um, but, you know, she moved to Lisbon, Portugal, and I have Portuguese ancestors, and... <laughs> I'm sure they'd get a laugh out of the fact that Madonna lives there, <laughs> you know, trying to sing in Spanish. Well, Madonna, I got to tell you something, honey. And I know you got a lot of Brazilian singers on your new album. There's a difference between Brazilian Portuguese and Portugal's Portuguese. And I hope you figured that out by now. Okay. You know, I know that you like to read and, you know, don't get it twisted, bitch. Um, but hopefully you um, can distinguish the fact that um, the Atlantic Portuguese that my family speaks is a lot different than Brazil's kind of a Portuguese, okay? It's a lot different. <sighs> you got to get out of that out of the way, you know what I mean? Now, mine... <laughs> I want to give a cup of shut the fuck up to the administration who continues, Oh, I'm not scared to be impeached. It's okay. Nancy Pelosi's number three. Mike Pence doesn't seem very strong anyway, so let's get it over with, okay? Nancy Pelosi, president. Um, I want to give a shout out to B. Arthur, wherever she is. I want to give a shout out to shit happens when you party naked. Um, Jason and uh, you know Christina um, thank you I'm very happy for both of you I can't wait I just can't wait <coughs> and I will <coughs> ooh, save that guy for later I want to give a shout out to my friend um, who will one, de- one day be on this show unpleasant dreams 